Let's spread a song so you can sing along with one special guest star or two. You like to sing and dance, and this podcast by chance explores musicals for you. Welcome back to another episode of Life's But a Song, a podcast that likes to live in the land of musicals. I'm your host, John, and with me is still Colin. He didn't run away. Yay! <laughs> I'm back. I mean, you have a whole podcast, the Glee. Is it the Glee Boot podcast or just Glee Boot? Glee Boot. He has Glee Boot, a podcast where they talk about every episode of Glee. So apparently you love talking about it. So thank God for you didn't run away. <laughs> Now, yes. last episode, we ended up, we ended it talking about Kurt and how he was a damsel in distress, kind of. Well, like, how they always are like, like, he wants to perform with the girls. He's like friends with the girls. And like, that's fine. And it's realistic to a lot of people's life experience. But like, I just remember in high school having the real life implications of girls being like, oh, gay guys are just like girls. Yes. And then I remember being like, no, they're like boys because <laughs> i don't know that's what its own american gender nightmare john Mulaney would say but uh like... so in season one when they did the boys versus girls uh in the vitamin d episode yeah kurt tried to go with the girls mm-hmm. and then they're like no no kurt you're a boy so then in season two in never been kissed when they again revive that mm-hmm. which awesome <laughs> yeah um kurt again tried to go with the girls and it's like no no kurt which okay so as a as a as a gay man myself i notice i have a lot more female friends than i do male so i kind of understand the implication of like you wanting to go hang out with your friends but like in terms of gender identity yeah where that's the basis of this which issue in and of itself for another podcast because you know boy girl what the hell is it they kind of do touch upon that later in later seasons but at the time of this episode of uh of never been kissed which was 2010 Mm -hmm. there wasn't that much of a discussion about like gender identity as much as there is today so kurt as the joke of that moment, quote unquote joke, it, it felt wrong. Yeah. And like, cause I am a gay man, but I tend to have more guy friends. Um, I still have a lot of female friends. I mean, obviously my co-hosts from my podcast are both women, um, but like, it's just, it's weird. And then like Blaine is like friends with all the guys and then, there's later jokes that kind of imply that like Blaine is the top and Kurt is the bottom. And yeah, it's just like, why did you do this? Um, And this is the character that Ryan Murphy is basing off of himself. Kurt is. uh, uh, Yeah. Very very important stuff happens with Kurt throughout the series. Well, uh, like, socially you know like this is the like like we said last episode this is the first time ever two men kissed on television (laughs) and ever totally ever i'm not gonna lie because that that happens like a few weeks after 
I, I think I said uh, the Sue Sylvester shuffle, which was the, mm-hmm. um, the football one, the football, the, the, the football one, the um, Super Bowl, the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I remember watching videos of like people reacting to that where they cheered more than they would at a football game. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I cheered too. When, when, oh wait, what do you call them? Blurt. Blurt. (laughs) When, when Blurt kissed for the first time, I was just, it was, you knew it was coming and the build up to the episode, to the, to the moment was great. But I was just like, I I was here for it. Yeah. (laughs) And it was great representation because like Kurt I'm happy that they made both of them like not the same type of gay man yeah that's good I agree and even uh Karofsky which we had a whole discussion about Mm -hmm. last episode is also a different type of gay man yeah the the self-hating straight passing one Mm -hmm. Ah, <laughs> yeah. We also have because we also have like last season they joked about Brittany and Santana sleeping together as like a as like a joke. Like they're just so slutty they'll even sleep with themselves. And then it became like, oh, maybe these are actually queer women. And then uh, Santana is starting to address her feelings, but then Brittany's dating Artie, and Santana kind of shames Brittany for being bi. And then Brittany's like, I won't be with you until you come out. And then when Blaine kisses Rachel at the party oh, where they're drinking. The alcohol party. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, maybe I want to date Rachel. And Kurt's like, bi- being bi isn't real. And then Kurt is right. And then Blaine's like, yeah, I'm gay. And Kurt's never called out for being like, like Blaine gives off also major bi vibes because Darren Chris is a straight man playing a gay man. So that's Which, just gonna be there again i think blaine is into people into him like that's yeah. oh is it so is every character like that then except for will schuster uh <laughs> and maybe emma and emma i know like, uh one of my good friends is a big faberry shipper she's very into quinn and rachel uh, no i don't want that i never i don't want that ever i mean um, I, I i'll be happy if they date women but I don't want the two of them together. They're, it's like oil and water. Yeah. And we talked about this in the original song episode where Quinn is basically like, I'm trapped and you're destined for more, Rachel. Um, I gotta say, I love their duet that they have this season. Pretty Unpretty? I feel pretty unpretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so I love it. I went through the song list. Yes. And I... Wrote down all the songs that were like I really remembered or made, and I made a top 34 list. Oh my God. Okay. Hopefully, you pared it down for the question I asked later, like what you're going to add to your life's playlist, unless you're going to just say all, all, all the songs. This, like the songs this season. So good. The, mm, I think I wrote down for flats, I wrote down four songs mm-hmm. out of. I don't know what like what is it like a hundred something <laughs> wild and ridiculous. Uh, do, can I? Does it list it? Let's see. Out of hundred and twenty-two songs that are available on iTunes, that I bought mm-hmm. all of them, plus more because there are some songs that are not available, like my headband. 
like my, oh, my headband. <laughs> I want my headband. <laughs> the songs were pretty decent. Yeah. Songs, the, in the moment of the episode, some of them are a little clunkery where you're like, what? Um, but like, okay, let's, let's scroll through and pick a random one to talk about. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going on my I'm going on my soapbox. River Deep Mountain High. Oh, that is my what did I put that as number 10. <gasps> what is number one? Pretty Unpretty. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll allow it. But then okay, so give me your top 10. We know number one is pretty unpretty. Sing. Not Which the one? Mike Chang, the My Chemical Romance. The My Chemical Romance one? Yeah. Is number two? Yes. Not River Deep Mountain High? No. How dare you? Three. Um, thriller heads will roll mashup. I'll I'll accept that as number three. Valerie. I'll accept that as number four. Umbrella slash singing in the rain. Okay. Teenage dream. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Some... You have to what? I have to agree with you on that one. Yeah. Wait, it's wait. A... Are we so what, this short list that we're giving right now? Is yeah. this just listening to it or is this both like the audio and the visual? Audio and visual. Audio and visual. Yeah. Yeah, because they, it was, um, which one are we on? Teenage Dream. That one was shot beautifully and like you knew that they were going to date from that song. You saw Kurt falling in love. Yes. And that Blaine was his teenage dream. Well, even beforehand, because when they're running to rehearsal and hold, they hold hands running in the hallway, yeah, you knew. Yeah. You're like, welcome to the cast, <laughs> Blaine Anderson. Uh, okay, so what's after Teenage Dream? Somewhere Only We Know. Yeah. Um, and then One of Us from Grilled Jesus. Again, I don't remember that <laughs> performance, but you know what, I'll uh, I, I think I was I was trying to listen to the all the songs and yeah I'll agree with you on that one. And then uh, firework. Interesting. I just love that she's like I'm gonna sing my favorite love song and she sings Katy Perry's firework and you're like what? <laughs> um, I and just the, love and how what what she it's that's one of like the many instances in this show where they use slow-mo where mm-hmm. she's like walking like obviously in slow motion through the hallway and there's people like running around her with sparklers and you're like what the fuck is going on yeah and it's because when finn kisses quinn there's fireworks um yeah and then river Deep mount high of course um but yeah, I have so like landslide, baby. There's so many good songs this season. I'm um, surprised you haven't mentioned any of the original songs. I like them, but they're they're towards the bottom. Um, oh, get oh. it right. Pretty good. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Uh, the one- what what original songs do you like? Loser like me, I could listen to that any day. I like that song, but it's so classic. <laughs> Well, yeah, like... <laughs> but yes, but like the performance, the the fact that it, uh, I I I don't know. I just love it, and you then, can love it. I will not judge you. Love, and then love it away. Hell to the no, hell to oh, the hell no. to the no, which was later the title of Mercedes' album, something like I that. Think? Yeah, and then um, light up the world. Oh, so fun! It's like 
there's a moment okay 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 there's a moment that lives rent free in my head which is um in the song when they sing up up and away and it's uh britney running down the stairs during the performance yeah and it's just that that's it that's every like whenever my mind wanders for like a hot second that's what pops into it and i fucking love it (laughs) How do you feel about pretending the Finn Rachel duet, which led to the kiss? I can, I get it that they had to do something to disqualify them, but but not like, um, you know, killing somebody. Yeah. Uh, so I understand the song itself. I didn't like. I didn't like that or get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, my cup is fun. I love my cup. I love trouty mouth. Trouty mouth. I love uh, my, headband. my headband. So there's there, this season, there are 12 original songs. Um, the ones that we haven't listed so far are Only Child, uh, mm-hmm. Nice to Meet You, Have I Slept With You, which I had to rewatch that one because I didn't. Oh, the know. April Rhodes one. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. And then As Long As You're There. What? What uh, is this? What is this? Who says this? As Long As You're There is the vocal adrenaline song at at uh nationals okay so sure Sure that happened i guess yeah so sun sunshine sunshine sings it she's back sunshine's back she's back um but yeah and then uh, loser like but like loser like me i get i get the sentiment of it because um you know they feel they're outcasts and mm-hmm. you know ostensibly we're outcasts because we were part of the same thing in high school and yeah. everything so the arts per, art the arts is usually looked down upon and they're the ones that are made fun of a lot mm-hmm. so yeah i like i get it i get it and it didn't make my top 34 so your top 34 <laughs> yeah oh god um, uh but yeah like uh, this season, there's they they had such great songs. There's a few of them that are like, why? Like Ohio, I didn't. Oh yeah, Carl Burnett. I, I love Carl Burnett. Legend, but, legend. Yeah. Like, like the um, just the audio though. Like only listening to it, it's great. It's mm-hmm. whatever. But like in terms of when it happens in the show, you're like, why? Yeah, there's. <laughs> There's some weird ones. Um, okay, I kind of toxic. Oh, toxic! I didn't okay, understand because like, Will is performing, and then Lauren Zizi says she wants Will's baby, and Laura. I also love the fact that they gave Ashley Fink a song this this season. Yeah, and it's it's done very well but it's also very surprising for the character because mm-hmm. Lauren Zeiss, uh, she's been in it since season one. Uh, she's all, she was always a tertiary character in season one. And yeah. then this season she became a secondary character. So kudos, but she always comes off as like very confident, but I guess mm-hmm. it also makes sense that like, you know, the most confident people aren't the best performer. Like may are putting on airs or they're, yeah. you know, when they're, when it's time for just them, they're like, Ooh, I'm a little shy now. 
Yeah, Lauren Tyson's was interesting. I hated the whole Lucy Kabusi backstory with Quinn and like that I forgot about that. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. They're that like is so stupid. Wait, let's give Quinn a tragic backstory. I'm like, she got pregnant as a teenager and got kicked out of her house. I think that's a tragic backstory. Enough. And that was last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and like but in Ryan Murphy's eyes, uh being fat is being worse than being pregnant kicked out of your house. So that's fair. Cause Lauren, yeah. cause um, the football people who are uh, plus sized, if you will call them that, mm-hmm. cause they're not really fat. They, you know, like they're just Max, big people. They're Max, Ab- Max Adler yeah. is in great shape. Yeah. And so is the uh, long haired guy that is yeah. like the dancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, during the uh, during the 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 Sue Sylvester Shuffle episode, yeah. but like there's, it, it took until season six for there to be a big a, a, a overweight man, yeah, to be on the show as a regular, and like Mercedes, I think this was the season where she had the tater tot storyline. I thought that was next season. No, because it's when she's Gwyneth Paltrow was there because. She says, okay, shove tater tots up Sue's tailpipe. Oh, I thought it was next season when she joins the Cheerios. Spoiler for everyone. Look, Mercedes joins the Cheerios in season one. She did? She did! Oh my God. Yeah, and we had the great Mercedes Quinn friendship when Mercedes, or when Quinn is like, hey, you're hungry, you need to eat. And then season two, they're like, um, that's We're like gonna- a lot of storyline for Mercedes. So let's put the Quinn and Rachel friendship ahead. Yeah, Mercedes takes a back seat this season now that I think about it. Yeah, she gets a little more next season. But uh, yes, teen dramas struggle with this in general. But uh, the tokenization, the Black girl who's just there to be somebody's best friend and kind of chill in the background, yeah, or in the and in this case as well as to wail out the note in the uh, uh, big emotional group number. Yeah, she exists in a club with Josie from Riverdale and Bonnie from Vampire Diaries, where they are just given the short end of the stick. Oh, oh boy, Josie from Riverdale, man! Any of the pussy cats from Riverdale, let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I'm a, I'm more of an expert on that than I am on Glee. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, Mercedes gets a couple of songs this season, which is great. I mean, just take me or leave me with Rachel, which is really good. Yeah, yeah, could have been better, in my opinion, (laughs) if it was her and Santana. Mm -hmm. I like, why is there not more them? I know next season there will be, but like, they had The Boy Is Mine the first season. This season, they have River Deep Mountain High, which I will die saying it's the best song of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you disagree with me, but not really, because it is the goddamn best song of the season. No, and it's it's a very, like, it's opinion, like, where someone would say that, and you know, it's not mine, to be like, yeah, I see why you would say that. Like, that makes sense. Like, it's it's a really good song. I and mean... they don't even win the breadsticks certificates? They don't win the... Who wins? Is it Sam and Sam and Quinn for Lucky? Bleh, bleh. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's awful. And then they shake their butts, and Will goes like, 
ho 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 and i'm like you should not feel that there oh, don't say that don't say that out loud <laughs> do not say but like why isn't there more of those two like they yeah. work writers from what is it 10 years ago 12 years ago at this point <laughs> why are why didn't you pair them together um i okay we didn't really discuss it okay let's get into rocky horror i have those none of those songs crack my like top 50 even no not even but we didn't we haven't really like delved deep into it so like (laughs) oh no i in terms of like the casting of the characters how did you feel about that i thought rachel and finn were really good as brad and janet okay um i thought uh they didn't really there's no one in that cast that said frankenfurter to me true Um, but if they had i mean i'm kind of happy though that they put mercedes in it because because she got to do something and sing my song well no because it also proves that frankenfurter is is an androgynous character like you could put any gender in there because then later in the on fox they did the rocky horror oh not yeah live but like with victoria justice and uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh laverne cox laverne cox as frankenfurter which yeah. I, I i haven't covered it yet and i really mm-hmm. don't want to rewatch it so but if somebody wants to talk about it i will but i'm kind of happy though that like if you think about it glee was the first to publicly mm-hmm. have Frankenverter not played by a male so yeah. or a male identifying person mm-hmm. so they were in a way <laughs> they were being very forward with that but the rest of the episode like uh like I said last, last episode Hopatuti is a little too high for John Stamos but like mm-hmm. we got a song by him hooray <laughs> uh Touch, touch, touch me is wild. Um, I can't believe they also. S- There's other songs in. The- how well do you know the the? How well do you know Rocky Horror? Not very well. They they hit like the major ones, but like mm. they could have done the sort of Damocles, which isn't a sexualized song. So this way they don't uh, they don't have to be kind of pushing it by singing mm-hmm. Sweet Transvestite and you know yeah. Mercedes is just in bondage gear. Um, wasn't Mike Chang supposed to be Frankenfurter? Yeah, but his parents didn't want him to. Oh my god! And yeah. then they then they do the show for Will. <laughs> they do they do they do the performance. Why didn't the school board just say no? Like that's my question. Like you're a teacher or a writer on the show. Yeah. Um. How do you feel about the Christmas music in this season? Oh, I blacked it all out. So okay. let me, let me, hold on. Let me look it up. Let's see. Where do we have? They have la- Last Christmas. Oh, I, yes. Last Christmas, I remember. Because that's when Finn and Rachel are Christmas tree shopping. Yes. And Rachel's like, it's cuddle weather. And Finn is like, please stop. We're not dating. Um. Yeah, yeah, it's, 
uh, I like the song. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I like I like it as a song. Within the show, it, it's predatory. Yeah, <laughs> it's the way it's like she she's hunting him while Christmas tree shopping. Like Is a lot she- of. The- cheated on him because she found out he had slept with Santana last season and so she tried to cheat on him with Puck and Puck was like I can't do this and then she was like well she told Finn but she's like it just makes that it makes us even for what you did and he's like I didn't cheat on you while we were dating true because she was gonna have sex with Jesse St. James at the time in season one in season one when they sing like a virgin she's with Jesse or Puck Mm -hmm. I can't remember she's with Jesse yeah so oh boy and it was only that one time that finn slept with santana Santana. to our knowledge yeah Yeah, and they weren't dating so like that doesn't have anything to do with right Um, Ooh, the plot thickens because john doesn't remember this episode at all (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then they sing we need a little christmas and someone shows a throw at them uh, throws a shoe at them which i always wonder if it's an homage to when someone threw a shoe at president bush um probably yeah or are you a theater kid yeah you're a theater yeah. kid, right the poison shoe from west side story if you're oh, yeah. that that urban legend yeah it's that I, I that's how i read it every every time uh because i was in obviously i was in chorus in high school mm-hmm. and we would do that we actually caroled uh around school and teachers hated it <laughs> the teacher the other teachers hated it because they were like you're disrupting my lesson right now fine sing but like no one threw shit at us yeah again they don't really understand what high schoolers are like because like sometimes they'll like aggressively hate their performance and then every other time they're like cheering and clapping and then the glee kids aren't supposed to be popular but they're like all the people running for prom court and you're like what fuck i forgot that kurt and blaine saying baby it's cold outside Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, um, oh no. But we do have some great Blaine songs this season because we have Raise Your Glass. Hey, uh, is this Hazel Sister? Hazel Sister. Uh, Raise Your Glass is amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm um, sorry. I'm trying to like blast through some of them somewhere only we know he sings which yep, i think was on your, it was that major list you said right yeah top 10 uh yep top 10 um that's what he sings to kurt when he goes yeah. back to mckinley yeah that is such a romantic moment too mm-hmm. yeah i'll give it to the right glee writers they know how to do like a true musical moment where the to sing the emotions that you're feeling they know how to do that sometimes very well because some because sometimes there's a song selection that you're like are we sure this is the one you wanted to pick (laughs) yeah you did this one okay did you want to sing having my baby like really oh my gosh um the rumors episode has some great music that i want to know and don't stop and well landslide wasn't in the rumors episode but it was amazing songbird 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 i'm sorry i'm about to cry (laughs) remembering songbird because i love naya rivera i don't think i've expressed this enough like i i think i said it last up like in season one if not i'm gonna repeat myself not sorry everyone Mm -hmm. it was i 
cried profusely the day that she passed away mm-hmm. because we were robbed of her talent. Yeah. Like she really only did Glee. Um, mm-hmm. There wasn't really anything else popular that she did yeah. after Glee, which I get it. Cause she was focusing on her family and everything. And she wrote a book. That's great. But like, I was ready for her to star in musicals on stage and uh, uh, in mm-hmm. film and then maybe another show that she's the lead in, like she's the lead actress. So any Santana song is great. Like Valerie. Oh my yeah. God. So good. So good. Again, river deep mountain high, like the, the, her and, and uh, Amber Riley's voices together worked so well. And this season, like they gave her a few solo songs, but like just not enough. I mean, it would treat us next season when it comes to Santana. It's true. It's yeah. true. Next season. <laughs> so many good. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. You sure you don't want to come back for next season? <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm debating it. Um, okay, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk off air about you maybe coming back. They kind of did this in season one where they tried to recreate the music video. Well, they recreated music videos to the yeah. best of their knowledge or not knowledge, to the best of their abilities because there's certain things that like mm-hmm. budget-wise you can't do. Yeah. Especially what's coming to mind is Vogue. But like they had a whole episode doing that. Yeah, with the Britney, Britney ones. Yeah. Britney, Britney. But then also... They gave us make them laugh. Why are you giving me that face? Don't give me that face. Make them laugh. I love singing in the ring. Okay. I agree. It's a great movie. If we took the make them laugh moment out in the episode of uh, The Substitute and just had it by itself as a YouTube video, it's fantastic because um, it's such a great routine and it's a very difficult one to do yes Mm. we now have two people doing it but like mike chang man i love mike chang i do love mike chang mike chang but like okay so but in terms of like in the episode i get it it's wild and crazy and glee whatever but like if you pull it if you if you we were to just watch it right now on youtube it's amazing yeah i just don't want to spend any more time than i have to with matthew morrison that is fair I'll give you uh, Matthew Morrison or Will Schuster. Will Schuster. I don't know who Matthew Morrison is. I've heard different things and that, but like, I don't know him. His singing voice isn't my favorite though. Um, I remember I had a friend that gave me a burned copy of the Finding Neverland soundtrack and uh, her cast album uh, in college. (laughs) She was like, you need to listen to this. And there were some good songs. I do love Laura Michelle Kelly a lot. Um, But like something about his voice is like too like, syrupy for me i will see that i will i I will honor that thought that you have as someone who cannot sing you know just me passing judgment on people way more talented than me which is why like even like this songs that they gave for finn in season one are awful because they don't they didn't know his song his singing voice this season they're like they (laughs) they rightfully don't give him that many solos (laughs) i mean i liked jesse's girl i like his cover of jesse's girl last season context was insane but i loved it um and they i think that's the only reason why they named jesse jesse Jesse. yeah oh exactly (laughs) um i liked just the way you are when he sang that to kurt yes wait is that this season 
that is the season. at the wedding. So I liked it, but also is Kurt so important he needs to take center stage at someone else's wedding? True. Yes. Mm. Can I also say I and I hate this as a thing. They sang "Marry You," which is an awful song if you really listen to the lyrics. It's like they just get married. What else do we have to do right now? Nothing. Yeah, we're bored. Let's get married. Like as the so the song for them to come down the aisle i mean i get it it's uplifting yeah. and everything but like the lyrics are terrible this was i feel like wedding dance choreography flash mobs were at their peak when this was happening yeah yeah because then they also did uh barbara streisand oh as God. a flash that mob was... born this way was that extra long episode and we had a lot of technical difficulties when we recorded ours. So like Born This Way to me is like some marathon. And I'm just like, oof. And then like. And then they get to Born This Way and you're like, okay. They call Tina a self-hating Asian. And then like everyone has to wear their insecurities on their shirt in Wills's butt chin. <laughs> and, and I'm Emma like. will wear hers. Yeah. I'm like, your insecurity should be childless because. You really wanted a kid season one. You didn't get one. And now you're forming unhealthy attachments to these teenagers. Wasn't Sertana's like, I'm a bitch. She Her wanted kid. to wear it, but then uh, she didn't perform, but she did wear a shirt that Brittany got her that said, I'm Le- Lebanese. I'm with stupid. Oh, Le- I'm Lebanese. Because uh, I, I love... <laughs> I love Brittany's and Puck's <laughs> shirts because they both say stupid, but Brittany's is spelled with two O's and pointing to her face and Puck is spelt the regular way S-T-U-P yeah. pointing to his penis and it's yeah. hilarious <laughs> yeah Born This Way was that's a that was weird a long episode. episode yeah they do the whole Barbara Streisand thing and I'm like who wanted a plot about Rachel wanting to get a nose job right but we get I, uh, I feel pretty I'm pretty I know and that's really good um I, w- but, I will say though that's not like the worst episode either this season. No, it's down I mean, there, but it's not like I wouldn't. Like, the worst you know, one is Night of Neglect. Oh really? Because they don't do anything. It's like it's such a filler. They like put on this concert. Oh, uh, we're gonna have some words that one. Curtin Finn's Curtin <laughs> Finn's parents don't even come. Like none of their parents come. I'm like, what? And then oh yeah. Sandy Ryerson, the pedophile, is once again let back into this school. And I'm like, who is letting this happen? Oh, that's right. That's when Sue does like the The League of Evil. Yeah. And then Terry the Terry comes back and does nothing. Honey Badger. Honey Badger. And then Justin Goolsby is there. And yeah, uh, it's weird. And Howard Bamboo. um, Oh boy. So a little fun fact, I do like, so like, because Glee in later seasons, they go to New York and I don't really like the stuff in New York. But when they go to New York in season two, it feels like this kind of like a theater kid Disneyland, like this kind of like magical place. And they sing New York, New York. I love New York. York. Or yeah, I love New York. I love New York. York. They do not sing Taylor Swift's Welcome to New York, which they will in the Glee boot, obviously. Um, But uh oh okay wait wait yes yes in this season they will because don't they go back in season three to new york they know nationals are in chicago this third season oh I, um but yeah they're uh, singing they sing 
I love New York, which I sort of like, except for when they rhyme New York and dork, and I'm like, who did this? Um, Madonna. Apparently. Madonna. And I'm like, hmm. This is why the town you're from disowns you. And I went to I went to, to college in the town Madonna is from. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, but it's like fun. Oh, and like, wait, this is the season that Will Schuster sings a Matthew Morrison song. <laughs> I know, and it's so bad. And this guy is like some random guy is like, I don't know. Uh, I've heard a lot of people come into this town. I don't know what voice I'm doing. He's like, but you've got it, kid. And I'm like, A, he is not a kid. He is like 35. And B, like, no one says that. No one in New York just walks around telling people, you've got it, kid. And then they filmed on the Wicked set for good. And you're like, that that will never happen. That anyone. was that was fun though. Like I did love how the security guard was like, I really don't care what happened. Just say that was it was it was that was a cute like theater moment, like musical yeah. theater moment where um you know it will never happen in real life. So yeah. don't even try. Especially like, especially these days in a pandemic. Nah. Yeah. Because <laughs> like Wicked was the big musical when I was in high school, because Glee was on when I was in high school. Um and like I get, it was like the ultimate theater kid moment. So I like, and then like she has all those dates with Finn in New York, and they're going around trying, he's trying to confess his love for her. And Bella, like, Bella Note Bella was it. was a nice song as for the montage, and it's yeah. done very well because it's sung by the boys, right? Mike Chang singing this. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. It's one yeah. of I think only two Disney songs that they do through the course of the show. I mean, this this season, you could tell they dropped a lot of money on the songs. Yes, whether or not they got like had had to pay a lot because I know like basically Madonna was just like, take my category, my <laughs> my yeah. discography. Good luck. Uh, I think Lady Gaga did the same thing where she's like, you are more than welcome to use any song. I feel like Katy Perry must have because like every Katy Perry like single has been covered by Glee. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They don't really like to delve deep into an artist's uh, discography. They go for yes. like the, the top song, really. Even in no. A Night of Neglect. Yeah, there's like really, yeah. Um, Sunshine Corazon sings, sings a Celine Dion song. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I wanted then in later seasons when they finally go to New York for it to be like a harsh reality after this like fantasy they had in season two. Like I thought that's what they were setting up. But uh, no, Rachel just gets everything handed to her. So whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just remember. I just realized. Well, remembered in duets, Artie and um, Brittany are paired, but we never hear their song. No. Did you on your podcast, which I haven't listened to yet? I'm so sorry. Did you speculate what their duet would have been? So long ago, I'm trying to remember. Well, okay, so now we have more to- more songs out since you guys have recorded that episode. Yeah. So what do you what would you like them to do? If the show was happening now, if it was the Glee Boot? Yeah, if it was the Glee Boot. Brittany and Artie, what song encapsulates the energy of that Mad Libs couple? Um because Brittany, like when she sing when she sings, she has more of the um they auto-tune her voice yeah. a lot. Hello, TikTok. Uh, oh, great moment. 
loved that when she's like Kesha has been a cultural icon for weeks and I really want to do her justice and I'm like <laughs> it was like a dig at Kesha but here we are and Kesha is still a culture icon so mm. and yeah. no and got rid of the party girl image which yeah yes I love Kesha Kesha come on my podcast please <laughs> yeah what uh, Kesha song should Brittany and Artie sing um oh Raising wait Hell. Oh. oh I would love for them to do like Starship is that the name of the song? Oh, hold on. I yeah, I love the I Rainbow album. Of yeah. Kesha. Oh, I mean, this is a season three reboot idea, but I talked about this when I was on Glee for the Week that Santana, when she comes out instead of singing I Kissed a Girl, should have sang Kesha's Rainbow. Oh. I used to live in the darkness, dressed in black, act so heartless, but now I see that colors are everything. It would be, it's called Spaceship. I'm sorry, I said the wrong title, everyone. It's Spaceship. But I do know that song, yeah. Which I fucking love that song, um, but I would it would it be a Kesha song or I okay so I'm looking at my my little Kesha mm-hmm. music on my iTunes. Would they sing "This Is Me"? Oh, from Greatest Showman. Yeah, Artie and and Brittany. I could see the Glee Club doing that as a group. I could see them singing the song from the Trolls movie, "Dance, Dance, Dance." Oh yeah, yeah, one. yeah. that. <laughs> is their energy because like Artie kind of sings those kind of songs because that's what Kevin McHale's voice is and it's like a dance thing for Britney are we are we married to a Kesha song for the two of them? no okay I think we're married but I do no love... we're not married no we are not married no you and I oh, are not married. <laughs> my uh another one of my Glee Boot ideas that I had early on was that Kesha should come on the show <gasps> yes I love Kesha done you're done you don't have to explain anything else <laughs> she's Kesha a pastor She's a pastor who helps Quinn when she's pregnant. And they sing a mashup of Praying and Raising Hell as Quinn learns, like, accept, like, her new relationship now that she's no longer, like, her daddy's little Hallelujah. girl. Yeah. I don't know lyrics, and plus I don't want to be, like, fine. <laughs> so we're trying not to... <laughs> we, we, we do free, uh, free rights here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's that's the thing, because, you know, in duets, everyone has everyone. Mike Chang gets his first song mm-hmm. in duets. But like, we don't see Artie and Britney sing. And we I believe see them have start to have sex. They start to have sex. Maybe it would be I just had sex just for funsies. <laughs> <laughs> and then Artie, like, somehow makes Britney feel bad for having sex with him. I am not an Artie fan. So Artie's a very problematic character. Yeah. You will find when you come on our podcast, when you get our guest email, um, we have BuzzFeed quizzes that we have all our guests take. Oh, I have to take um, them. <laughs> and one of them is, what is your Glee boyfriend? And I got Blaine, Alyssa got Sam, and uh, Hannah got uh, Artie. And oh, that's so I will depressing. never stop giving her shit about it. She's like, I hate this. Oh no! I hope I don't get get them. Uh, but also, uh, this season we're introduced to Shannon Beast, which I don't think we mentioned her oh, yeah. last episode. She's the new football coach that they then target as the sympathetic character, where they're like, "Your storyline is that now you're depressed." <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, Shannon Beast. So I hated her at the beginning. I thought she was taking out her issues on her students. Um, yes and then I really liked her and then Will like 
Do they sleep? Been... Do they sleep together? No, but Will is like, I'm not into you, but I'm gonna kiss you so you know what that feels like. And then oh, she's the like, thank kiss. you for giving me dignity by kissing me. Oh my, it's like, that's basically what happens. And I'm just like, I hate this. She shouldn't need Will's pity kiss. Like, and then they, oh, kind of like, it makes me so mad. Like it's wrong on every level. And, and then they become like brother and sister for the rest of the series. Except that time where she asks uh, Will to get together. Uh, yeah. I, I blacked that out too. <laughs> but yeah, in what I consider the worst episode of the series. So, oh, uh, but uh, in Blame It on the Alcohol, Shannon Beast has her first song one whiskey one scotch one bourbon one One bourbon one scotch scotch, one beer beer. yeah it's fine i guess like i don't hate it i don't i really don't remember it it was just like okay it's a it's one of those songs that you more sing talk yeah talk in rhythm rather than sing because they later do you have shannon beast sing songs which Mm -hmm. dot marie jones i think can sing Mm mm-hmm I mean, they, they. I think it's mostly the song selections they give her, where that's the issue. Yeah, like they're not fully you. Like, like with Finn, they don't fully you give the right vibe. They're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, Coach Beast, you're you're like country folk, you know. So we're gonna give you all country songs, and it's like, but like you could give her like. Uh, a Miranda Lambert song. I right? Mm. Am I saying the right name? Yes. Yeah, she's a country singer. Yeah, you can give her Reba McIntyre. They do give her a Dolly Parton song in season three. Mm-hmm. I think it's season three. Oh, she's so... in Jolene. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you could they could have played more with female artists, but like, oh boy, uh, Reba McIntyre needs to be in the Glee booth, and she will sing the Reba theme song. <laughs> I'm a survivor. <laughs> Starting with the yay that she starts off with. Can she be with. like someone's mom? Yes. Yes. That's what I want. I want her to be like someone's like eccentric mom that doesn't come around often, but then finds out they're in Glee Club and is like, I was in Glee Club and like comes in and then none of the kids are into country and she's like, We're doing country week. We're t- <laughs> I have I have a beef with my own audience because we at the end of our seasons we do a ballot episode and we vote on the best and worst episodes of the season. The only thing anyone remembers about season four is let's have a kiki slash shirky lurky time. And so they go to Thanksgiving, yeah. the best episode. And I'm like, that is the Gongam style episode. That is not the best episode. Okay. Okay. So out of the let let's do that then on this. I mean, let's let's merge the podcasts okay. together. So, what is your favorite episode this season? Duets, silly love songs, and then either New York or Sue Sylvester Shuffle. Those are the ones that stand out in my memory. Britney, Britney, good choice, good choice. I'm gonna agree with you with duets. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking like a full episode here, right? Like not yeah. just because of the songs or anything. Yeah, full episode. I kind of do like original song. That's a good episode. I support that. Yeah. Because, okay, so in original song, like, like also much like we talked about with Kurt and and Mr. Schuster, where Kurt wants to do Britney and Mr. Schuster's like, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. 
he listens he listens to his golden child rachel berry when she's like we have to do originals and i'm kind of like happy they did that because i have a feeling in some competitions it's been a minute since i've been in competitions but i feel like in some competitions you know you have like you could do an original song or yeah or um it's like the theme you know Mm -hmm. you know you have to have an original song or something so i and i liked it that like they had a chance to write original songs where um i could only find credits for three of them who wrote them and it's interesting that earlier you were talking about you know they use a lot of great american artists but uh (laughs) the people who wrote the original songs are Swedish. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of, I say a lot, as in I know of one, famous songwriters from Sweden. <laughs> ABBA. Yeah. So uh, Get It Right was written by Adam Anders, Nikki Hussman, and I'm going to fuck up this name, mm-hmm. and I'm so sorry. Pierre Astrom? Astrom. Sure. He's, he's got it. The A has a circle over it and the O has an unlot. So I don't know. Um, Loser Like Me was written by Adam Anders, Pierre, Pierre Ostrom, Max Martin, Shellback, and Seva and Kocha. Okay. Yeah, and I'm bad with last names. And then Light Up the World was written by, again, Adam Anders, Max Martin, Pierre Ostrom, Savon Kocha, and Johan Schuster. I don't think he has no relation to Will Schuster because <laughs> his last name is spelt different. And they're all great. They're all, like, I, I wish, I wish I got to, I could read who wrote the other songs because, like, mm-hmm. I'm surprised Hell to the No doesn't have its own Wikipedia page claiming who wrote it because it's a full like. It's not like my headband or only child or trouty mouth where like I do love Trouty Mouth though. Trouty Mouth is good, but like it it's like a a segment of a song. Hell's the mm-hmm. No is like a full yeah like two minute song, if you will, where they deal with <laughs> with the Mercedes, which I fucking I'm so happy Mercedes quote unquote wrote that song <laughs> yeah nothing makes you appreciate the season two originals more than the season four originals i honestly for blacked out the season four originals right now. i like all or nothing but we have outcast which is like generically bad and then we have more friends than you know written by the lopez's of avenue q and frozen fame and Who sings that song it's like unique Marley, Sam, and Blaine. There's like no discernible melody. It is so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, but like you write good songs. Like I know you people. Like what? <laughs> what? What? Um, I actually broke down because I bought all the songs on iTunes and I'm not sorry for it. <laughs> I actually broke them all down into their own little playlists. And before recording this, I've been listening to season two nonstop. And I said this earlier, I'll say it again. They're all bang they're, for the most part, because there's still a few like bleh, mm-hmm. they're all bangers. Yeah. Season so, two has great music. All right. So let's get into Sharp and Flat, since this is gonna take a minute, shall we? Okay, I know, right? Sharp Flat. 
so in this segment, we're going to highlight some moments, whether or not we talked about them. We talked a lot, though. So we did. If we liked it, it's sharp. And if we didn't like it or thought it could change, it's flat. Cullen, what's, what are your sharps? The Kurt and Blaine romance and Kurt's overall arc. This was Kurt's season. This is best, the best of Kurt. Uh, we have, I love the Santana and Brittany, like the birth of their romance. Uh, Goop, Gwyneth Paltrow. She was fun, Holly Holiday. Uh, love the introduction of Sam. The music was good. There were a lot of great one-liners. This was like a lot of great Britney one-liners. Like when she puts like dirt, Sue puts dirt in their locker and Britney's like, I don't even remember putting that there. The silly love songs and duets episodes. I agree with you with Naya Rivera, Heather Morris. I'm going to add Amber Riley and mm-hmm. Jane Lynch. Got it. Okay. Jane Lynch, give her props. Credit yeah. where credit's due. She deserved all the Emmy nominations and wins that she got from the show. Mm-hmm. She she deserved more. Let's be real yeah. here. Um, I loved all the, I, I'm sharpening all the cameos because there's a lot of them. And yeah. like people saw, uh, I so I, I talked about with season one how the first 13 is a different show entirely from the rest of the series yes but like the first 13 is what made like people give them their their songbooks and everything yeah and then later want to be on the show so like gwyneth paltrow um we got (laughs) we got fucking carol burnett on the show (laughs) like what um is this the season where Kathy Griffin plays a judge or is that season one? It is. It is. Uh, uh, which yeah. my, my love, I love her, but like, you know, we got, we got Kristen Chenoweth coming back. We mm-hmm. had John Stamos and he sang a song, which was great. Uh, Britney fucking Spears, mm-hmm. Britney Spears. How could I not love out? I love all of them. Um, I also sharped my headband as a running gag. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Like my the song in my cup, so good. Well, because especially with with Britney, because you know, uh, I'm so happy that Britney, like they expanded her character from season yeah. one, because it was inevitable when they're like, we need to sing, we need some songs for regionals, and she's like, my headband. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, I also I I agree with you with the Kurt. Uh, we talked at at in depth that this is his season. Uh, I'm going to also sharp Karofsky, though, because, like, Max Adler did a fan-fucking-tastic job with it. And, you know, we get to see a character that's layered, finally. Yeah. Uh, And then the episodes, uh, I agree with you with duets. I also liked Britney Britney. Um, I'm throwing in the substitute. Because, uh, yeah. Holy holiday. Yeah. And then I threw in... I don't remember why I threw it in, but special education. Oh, because it of the sectional. It's sectionals. Oh, with Valerie and Time of My Life. Yeah. yeah. Um, also original song. Um, and then in terms of performances, which uh, I don't know if you have any that you want to sharp, but I'm going to sharp all of the ones from Funeral because mm-hmm. the songs are fantastic. Well, you you i originally wrote it down as an episode and then you kind of talked me out of it because i was like yeah you know what that jesse st james storyline is a little weird um 
I'm a slave for you, River Deep Mountain High, Get Happy, Happy Days Are Here Again, Teenage Dream, Make Them Laugh, Landslide, Loser Like Me, and Light Up the World. Those are, yeah, hands down, I mean, like we said, banger of a season. It was really difficult, like, paring down my lists for for like sharps and for mm-hmm. later when I asked what what songs you'd add to your life's playlist because again I would listen to all of them um do you have songs performances that you want to like throw in as sharps right now while we're here just the way you are uh I remember I love silly love songs mainly for the moment where Blaine is like sometimes love never comes at all and Santana he like looked at Santana when he sings it and she gets into this like what the fuck <laughs> um I'm not going to teach your boyfriend how to dance with you. Um, okay. So every once in a while on this podcast, I cut, when we do this section, I come across what I like to call a natural mm-hmm. because it's neither a sharp nor a flat, but I still have to talk about it. And surprisingly, it's the Rocky Horror Glee show. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Like I said, the, the album for it is fantastic and I like it. Mm-hmm. The episode itself, I don't like. So that's why I'm like, this is a natural because okay. there's conflicting elements of of each. I don't know. To me, the episode is like a crime against God. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm saying the episode itself is trash. Yes. Yeah, but I get like, what you're saying. The music is, there. have some good covers. And like, that's the whole point of Glee. It's all yeah. about the music. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, story and yeah. whatever acting. But like, that's, that's the conceit of the show where it's like mm-hmm. a music based show so like yeah that one i'm rating and it's a little heavy because like it's all about the music and you know if you listen to the album without other visuals it's pretty well done i'll have to say okay what are your flats oh unless you Uh, have a natural as well do you have something that i don't think i have a natural i did write down some flats great my first the rocky hargley show understandable second the fat jokes the lauren's always eating and like like i like how lauren was a more confident character and then you're gonna kind of undo that with marley's mom later on in the show um oh my god yeah but like and a little like and also a little with 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 um amber riley like they they talk about her like that's they that's her thing they talk about her weight too and it's like are we sure (laughs) <laughs> yeah i just no it's not it for me um and then three like poor characterizations of some of the leads mainly finn rachel and quinn finn loses a lot of like he learned a lot with his relationship with kurt and then early on in the season he's like not looking out for kurt he's praying to this grilled cheese to touch rachel's boobs instead of to help his sick stepdad in the hospital it's like finn could do better and like I think they just didn't want to make him too good, but there's a different way. I don't know. I just was like, Finch, like, Glee has a problem when characters learn lessons, but then they don't, like, put those into practice. Or, like, two episodes later, they forget that they learned that lesson. Yes. Um, Because Rachel, all she did in season one was learn freaking lessons. And then episode one of season two, she sends Sunshine to a crack house because she doesn't want to be outstaged. And to me... I'm watching season five right now and I'm supposed to care about Rachel, but I really can't anymore because of the no. sunshine stuff. Um, I mean, she's a little bit of a monster in season one, but it's not, 
uh, it's like it's not she's, that bad. Yeah, and she's like learning from it, and like, like she has a. In, I'm trying to remember in season one, she has a good moment when Mercedes after Mercedes sings, and I'm telling you, where she's, she's like, like, you should, you sing have that. to do this. Yeah, where I mean, but that's also like Rachel learns a lesson. But like she she was learning and she was getting better, and then they just set it all back. And then season two, she becomes more of a monster. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I'm just like, because mm, in the Get It Right song, she's like, she sings about how much she cares and what you do when you're good isn't good enough. And I'm like, girl, you only care about yourself. Like, mm. like, and then, uh, and I don't hate Rachel as much as a lot of people do. Like, but, I don't like her, but I don't like have enough energy to hate her personally. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Lee Michelle doesn't deserve that much of my energy. Um, no, especially, then, with, especially with after the fact things that are coming out about her. I'm just like, yeah. I really just don't want to think about her. Really. Yeah. And then uh, Quinn, how Quinn just see him such as being prom queen and then was like mean again and like cheated on Sam. And I'm like, <sighs> as Tina says in season four, hashtag Glee hates girls. Yes. They really yes. do, especially season one or two are written entirely by a team of three white men. Not, I don't think I understand what it's like to be a girl or a woman, but there's definitely no understanding of what it's like to be a girl or a woman. And definitely this like, oh, women are like petty backstabby bitches that are always fighting over men and solos. And I think those were my main flats. Like this is still a pretty strong season. I guess Will is a flat, but he's kind of like a series flat, like... Well, this season, his personal life, like, implodes yeah. everything. And so I wrote that down, too. Will's personal life this season is a total, like, bummer and a flat. Because uh, he's yeah. he's sleeping with everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Half the re- I tried to do a relationship list, and I I got... How many did I write down? Oh, I wrote, that is a brave endeavor. I wrote seven. I wrote Tina and Mike, Rachel Finn, Emma and Carl, Quinn and Sam, Kurt and Blaine, Finn and Quinn, Rachel and Jesse. And then I just gave up. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's so... But, like, um, that's a good segue because Jesse St. James, the return of him wasn't great. I didn't like it. No, and I love Jonathan Croft. I think, though, I liked him, the return of him. But, like, when they kept him is when I'm just like, did you really need to keep him? Cause like when he comes in for the prom episode. Yeah. Um, I appreciated that. And then he does, he, he does funeral, which I'm just like, are you sure? Yeah. Uh, could we just not have you come back? And, you know, I think he doesn't come back again until season five. Trying to think if I've seen Jesse lately. Did I see him in season three? He was in season three. You're right. He was because he told Whoopi, comment to Whoopi, Whoopi yeah. Goldberg, you should let Rachel in. Which and is a then, which is a fine return as well because he's not causing too much drama, yeah. or anything. And then he's re- he returns. Oh, to but then he also is yelling at Unique to get off the stage because Unique is dressing like a woman. Never mind. I retract my statement. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He's like freaking out. But yeah, it's when we put too much emphasis on Jesse St. James. I'm just like, I don't like you anymore. Yeah. Um, I also agree with you with how Sunshine was treated in the first episode mm-hmm. and then again treated later where she's, where she's supposed to be an automaton. automaton. And I believe it felt like she was going to become a cast member in season three because don't they just say like, don't they tell you her that? 
similar thing that they tell unique in season uh, in season three where it's like you need to get out of vocal yeah. adrenaline and everything she's like you're right i need to find my own path or whatever and you i, I thought at first she was going to join new directions but she doesn't like yeah whatever kurt trying to be sexy did not approve of that oh was this in the episode where they sang neon trees yes okay yeah yeah when where, where they have the foam party the yeah. the the yeah yeah the little rave with with teenage girls oh mm-hmm. that's a weird episode they make kurt so sexless from the beginning that when they try to make him sexy it's like vomit inducing in a way part of that comes from the real fact that like kurt was an actual teenager and the other cute people were 20 somethings and you're watching a teenager try to be sexy i feel like so wait they're supposed to be 16 17 this year um i feel like when you're that age you think you're sexy when you're a teenager you think you're sexy but like you would know by now how to portray sexiness or like if mm-hmm. you actually are sexy, you would know. But like, they make yeah. him so sexless up until that point, and now they're like, "Oh, let's make him sexy, but wrong." And you're like, "Oh, it's just the approach to like Kurt as a gay man as like some weird third gender thing, mm-hmm. like that he's like a girl. He's and he's like, it's just it's a so early." to or no it was late 2000s early 2010s view of what a gay man is like and a teenage gay male yeah it's like it's so and wrong. I, it's so wrong and out on so many levels yeah and so we don't really that that character has kind of been phased out of media thankfully like i don't know if the representation we have now is like award-winning or great but like at least it's not quite like that we like people are a little more comfortable with gay people existing mm-hmm. and i think kurt was such like they had to like make him super gay to be like yes he's gay because he's a trailblazer for television trailblazer. yeah like um and now people are a little more like oh gay people can be they're just like other people um they can be different <laughs> oh boy they can uh, have a variety of personality traits. And I also am flatting. <laughs> Sorry to go back. But um, we could also go on another tangent with this. I'm also flatting Tina and how they... Mistreat her? Have to mistreat her, yeah. They don't, and it only they gets don't, worse as the show goes on. They don't give her... They never... Uh, spoiler. They never give her her just desserts. Like... No. Like the... Um, season four they try to make like they try to make her a lead but then they also mistreat her and then she's shunned to the side she's always shunned to the side and it's like this girl has been here since day one yeah she points her out in season three she's like i was in this club when finn and puck were still throwing slushies at us right i want her like she gets a episode the entire run i feel Mm -hmm. like and it's not even a full episode. It's like a half of one. And I'm just like, give this girl something. <laughs> like, come on. I want, we just did the Beatles episode of Glee Boo and just some weird synapses in my brain were like, I want Tina to sing Maxwell's Silver Hammer. Yes. <laughs> I yes. didn't want her to have a weird moment. I want Tina to sing I See Stars from Mean Girls. Oh my god. I want that. That's in the glee boot. 
or um, I'd rather be me. Another great one. Yeah. I mean, yes. Um, the episodes I'm flatting, I have only two really that I, that I didn't yeah. like and I thought were complete clunkers. And that's grilled cheeses and blame it on the alcohol. Yeah, blame it on the alcohol. It's like you, I remember the party scene and I remembered Kesha and I was like, this is going to be fun. And then I was like, no, it's not. It's and not. then uh, grilled cheeses, I was like, ooh, did anyone want Ryan Murphy's views on religion in the show? Right. That was, that was a weird. Yeah. He has, it's so, it's so out there. Like there are clunkers within and like I, I did my whole speech on the Rocky mm-hmm. Horror the Glee Rocky Horror but like those are the two that are really like through and through even the songs couldn't save it like I do like uh Don't You Want Me from Mm -hmm. Blame It on the Alcohol but like it's not enough to save it uh and then the performances that I'm flatting two of them surprisingly are from an episode I loved and sharped and that's Baby One More Time and Toxic um I, I I didn't like Leah Michelle singing "Baby One More Time." No, no one wanted that. No. Uh, and then I also am flatting when I get you alone. Oh, the Robin Thicke number where Blaine is like aggressively running around this Gap store pursuing this adult man. Yes, yeah, that was fun. That like I know we talked about last Christmas being predatory. That one was super predatory. There was yeah. Some- there was it, it wasn't like romantic predatory if, you, yeah. if that's a thing <laughs> and then also one bourbon one scotch one beer i just it's just so out of left field and yeah. i i no <laughs> i'm sorry dot marie jones but no <laughs> uh would you add any of the song what songs this season well you already did it kind of you said your top 10 what songs would you add to your life's playlist and this I mean, is I'll just do a quick recap. Sing, Pretty I'm Pretty, Thriller Heads Will Roll as a Halloween banger. Um, but this is, so this is more of like a just audio. Yeah. So you can, you those can are the ones that, um, those ones. yeah, those are the ones I like the most. Um, and One of Us is good. Uh, and then T- I love Somewhere Only We Know. Yeah. Uh, Again, River Deep, Mountain High. I of course. When that happened, it blew my fucking mind, <laughs> and I'm so happy the song itself is like blowing up on TikTok these days, because uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, I have I have like nine more, so hold, oh, buckle up. <laughs> uh, these these are these are only by like when they appear. They're not in any order, so don't. Okay. Don't think I'm rating them. Um, get happy. Happy days are here again. Loved it. Uh, start me up living on a prayer as well as stop in the name of love and free your mind. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, I like it when they do the boys versus girls. Cause those are like the best mashup numbers. I love the season one ones. That's yes. those are some of their best mashups. Yeah. Halo walking on sunshine. Mm. Come on. So good. But I mean, season two, they, they did the same. Like I said, they, they try to take elements of season one and do it again, but try to make it better. And I feel like reversing the genders, you know, like you have to do male songs, the mm-hmm. girls team and boys team, you have to do women song songs. I liked that. It was nice. And I do like the, uh, the mashups that yeah. they picked. Um, 
I don't know. I for the Glee boot, I don't know what they would do. To be totally honest, I can't think of. I could spend hours just thinking and discussing. So right. Have, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we we have to see what we get the rights for, uh, and if it works. Um, again, thriller has a role. Amazing. Hell to the no loser like me. I feel pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, don't you want me? That like outside of the visuals, that song's amazing because mm-hmm. like it's enough of Leah Michelle <laughs> that it's not annoying, yeah. and it's enough of Darren Chris that it they work well together. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't want to know. Uh, all mm-hmm. the songs again from Funeral are great, and then Light Up the World. So okay, valid, good choices. The this is a. I would like, like, I know I listed four songs as flats. I will still listen to them because, yeah, they're pretty. They're, I mean, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer, I think, is the one that I would skip mm-hmm. on, on this playlist that I have. That, and I think that's it. I think we did season two. You're, you're like fading right now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, I, I went we through talked- a glee journey and now I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I, it's a lot. I did kind of warn you before we started. You did. Remembering. No, you did. I was fully prepared. But this is how I feel at the end, like when we're wrapping up my own episodes, right? Like I'm like, oh boy. And we, because we delve deep into the episode and just like, oh, moment. Yeah. Oh no, something to look forward to. Because again, we still haven't recorded mm-hmm. the episode that I'm going to be on or that I'm on in past tense. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Uh, is there anything? Well, I always ask this question, but I know what you're going to do. Is there anything you want to plug or promote? Check out Glee Boot Pod on Instagram. Follow Colin Ever After on Instagram. And I'll throw in a plot twist. I had another podcast that I did during quarantine. It is an eight-episode miniseries called Wanderer's Cove. It is an RPG narrative podcast about teenagers in a small town solving mysteries using the bubblegum shoe roleplay system. So it's like Dungeons and Dragons, but instead of fighting dragons and monsters, it's like social combat at like homecoming and you're like having drama and you have to like throw shade at people um, and you have to like solve mysteries. So so, so Scooby-Doo without yes. the dog and drugs? It's like, it's like Scooby-Doo, Riverdale, Nancy Drew, like that kind of vibe. Riverdale season one, get it right. Riverdale season one, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> the rest of them go off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you want to talk more about season two, I mean, we did a lot. It was a lot. It's two episodes. A lot happens that we glossed over. I know. There's Glee, like, when someone's dramatic, sometimes they say they burn through storylines faster than a Glee character. Um, <laughs> Because Glee just has so many storylines and like it yeah. just throws them at you one after the other. Yeah, we there's there's so many things that we didn't really talk about. But if you want to talk about it, listener, you can. You can mm-hmm. email me at buttersongpod at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at buttersongpod. Tell me why River Deep Mountain High is your favorite song. Don't <laughs> listen to anything else Colin says. <laughs> <laughs> And surprise, we're going to continue on the next episode, starting season three, where maybe Colin will be back? I might be back because I do love season three, um, but definitely you'll be talking with my co-host, Hannah. Surprise! Yeah. It's going to be another Glee Boot episode, but with (laughs) the other hosts. Yeah. Uh, Colin, this was a wild journey. Thank you. 
thank you for having me on your podcast even though technically we haven't recorded it yet <laughs> thank uh, you for coming on and thank you so much for having me this was this was oh my god you're more than welcome to come back all three i'm going to say it now even before i start talking with your co-hosts all three of you if you have any like you know thing else that you want to talk about that's not glee related we can definitely do it just think just food for thought i'll bring okay. it up sounds yeah. good yeah um so until next time everyone bye for now bye uh, i like how you wave and it's an audio media <laughs> i know i always wait <laughs> Special thanks to Justin Johnson for creating the podcast's artwork and to Nick Bombasino for composing the theme song and the jingles in this podcast. And thank you to CastBox for hosting this podcast. Bye again, everyone, and have a musical day. Life is but a, but a, but a, 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 but